Good morning. This is Abby with your daily Berlin briefing for Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Four months after the construction of the excavation pit for a Covivio high-rise project caused the neighboring U2 tunnel to sink by almost four centimeters at Alex, it is now clear how the more than 100-year-old structure is to be made safe for traffic once again. The real estate company Covivio submitted a repair concept to the Senate Department for Mobility, Mitte City Council, and the Bivalgi, which is now being examined. According to the concept, full service on the U-2 is scheduled to resume this August. Since the damage to the tunnel back in October, the line can only be operated as a single-track shuttle service. And the repair concept presented yesterday details first stabilizing the soil under the tunnel, after which the entire structure in the affected section beneath Alexanderplatz is to be re-elevated in a complex process with cement injection and steel anchors. State Transportation Secretary Micah Needball stated that if the repairs go as planned, the work could begin in March and be completed in August and full service on the U-2 can be resumed. Rolf Erfurt, member of the management board for operations at Bivalgi, added that further renovation work can probably be carried out at a later date, preferably at night and without disrupting traffic on the line. For the time being, however, the repair concept brings no change for Bivalgi customers, and until August, a significant improvement of the situation for passengers is not expected, and the line will only run between Klosterstrasse and Zenefelderplatz. For safety reasons, according to Erfurt, it is unfortunately not possible to run the trains beyond Zenefelderplatz to Rosa Luxemburgplatz. Per reporting, however, the BVLG, together with the state, are preparing to reinforce the M1 tramline, which many use as an alternative. The goal is to have the M1 run every five minutes instead of every 7.5, starting in early April. Per Secretary Needball, the cost of the entire lifting operation is currently estimated to be just under 10 million euros and must be borne by the party causing the damage. Whether this is Covivio, however, which is building their excavation pit at a distance of only 80 to 250 centimeters from the tunnel wall, remains open. As we mentioned via our social media late Sunday, the Deutsche Post warning strike has affected Berlin. Yesterday morning, the regional branch of the Verdi Union called on letter and parcel delivery workers in the region to stop work throughout the day. Hundreds of strikers attended a rally not far from the Ostbahnhof, including 15 buses of strikers from Sachsen, Sachsen-Anhalt, and Thuringen. In view of inflation, Verdi is demanding a wage increase of 15% for 12 months and also want training allowances to be raised by 200 euros per month for each year of training. Verdi boss Frank Vanneke defended the demand in view of inflation, stating that inflation of almost 8% last year and 6 to 7% this year meant big, real wage losses. The Postal Service, however, has repeatedly dismissed the wage demand as unrealistic and announced that it will put an offer on the table in the third round of negotiations on February 8th and 9th. 
prompted by findings that the German capital is falling behind in the competition with other major cities, Berlin's FDP is pushing for a digitization initiative in the city and wants to involve the administration and business community in the process. Together with digital entrepreneurs, the party has summarized its proposals in a position paper. The paper identifies the shortcomings of the current policy. For example, instead of 575 administrative services being available in Berlin, as is actually required by the federal government's online access law, just one-fifth of them are. The free public Wi-Fi was discontinued, and the electronic data filing system in the administration will not be introduced this year, but at the earliest in 2025. To move forward, the FDP is counting on a prioritized expansion of the fiber optic network for superfast internet throughout the city. And for this, it needs simplified approval procedures to be allowed to dig up the roadways. Also, in order to create mobile internet according to the 5G standard, it would have to be made easier to set up antennas in the city as well. The FDP sees the emerging digital industry with its many startups and numerous employees from abroad as the city's central industry of the future. So in order to attract talent more easily, they believe Berlin should completely digitize the naturalization procedures, as well as the recognition of foreign educational and professional qualifications, and also create a digital daycare navigator, making it easier for newcomers and locals alike to find a center for their children. The initiative is also advocating that tax numbers be issued more quickly, especially to company founders, so that startups can get going and for a Berlin administration app to make it possible for citizens and companies to call up all official certificates and documents digitally, quote, bringing all administrative services together in one app without media discontinuity and make them available anywhere in the world, unquote. Moreover, to make it easier for international workers and entrepreneurs, they want English to be established as a second administrative language. Other points of interest in the paper include a Berlin transparency law to make data generated by the authorities publicly accessible, an expansion of digital teaching, and mandatory training for digital content and teaching methods provided for new as well as existing teachers. Per FDP leader Sebastian Chaya, quote, We must now pull the levers to make Berlin fit for the future. The digital economy is an absolute industry of the future for our city, and it is the task of politics to create a fertile environment for this development. Unquote. Working at the new police station at Kottbusser Tor in Kreuzberg is apparently not very popular with many police officers. Police Chief Barbara Slovic announced yesterday that in the first recruitment process within the department, only one officer had applied, after which other officers volunteered as part of the usual rotation between stations. Chief Slovic called the new station a, quote, crucial module in the security concept for Kapusser Tor, while the police union had criticized that it's more of a political measure and therefore is unpopular. Interior Senator Spranger said that after the opening on February 15th, that 25 officers would work in the station in several shifts and three would be permanently assigned there, 
along with their usual street presence in the area. Last year, police there worked a total of 33,700 hours. The cost of the new station on the second floor of a high-rise in the overpass over Adelbertstrasse remains slightly below budget at around 3.24 million euros. If you like our podcast, you can support us with a donation or simply help others discover us by liking and sharing our episodes on social media. Berlin Briefing will be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.